Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another informative episode of Co-Create Convos, the podcast. I am so happy to have you join us again and greatly appreciate the support, encouragement, and engagement from all you amazing listeners, my guests, and I adore you. Now, in this episode, I have the honor a second time to talk to the ever so inspiring and graceful Francisca Taylor. Franca, as she likes to go by, is a pharmacist and owner of Perfect Health Ghana, where she works to ensure that those who seek out her expertise leave with a better understanding of the full extent of living a healthy lifestyle. Prevention is key and being able to sustain a lifestyle that allows you enjoy health and wellness in all areas of life, I'd say is what we all strive for. Franca's coaching takes her from one-on-one health consultant to corporate boardrooms, and her talks and workshops are helping transform the health of Ghanaians and ensure an equitable, inclusive, and collaborative health system in the country. Let me not talk too much. Tell the people what you do, Franca. Right. Thank you, Diela. Um, it's it's a joy to be with you again. Um, my name is Francesca Taylor. I live in Ghana and I work in Ghana. I am a pharmacist by profession, and I run a private practice called Perfect Health Ghana. And so I'm sure we'll talk about Perfect Health Ghana, um, you know, pretty much in the course of the interview. But I do health coaching, I do wellness coaching, and then I run a health shop and um, a health food service as well. And so that's a bit about me. I love to drink tea. I'm actually drinking tea right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Written too, so I can I can relate with you on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love to read. I love to listen to podcasts a lot. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I will I will sign on to yours and you know add it to my plethora of um, podcasts. But I'm I'm glad yeah. to be here. I'm glad to have you here. Now you're you're gonna be listening to other people and yourself on a podcast as well. <laughs> Um, yeah thank you for thank you for that introduction and and again thank you for being being here and like you said yes we'll talk we'll we'll delve a little into um what you're doing in Ghana and I connect with it so well because um I'm also a, a health and wellness coach and so I believe that the work that we do is very essential and um very needed especially in environments where um, the health system, I mean, it's needed everywhere, but especially where the health system um, is not too prepared (laughs) to um, uh, take on um, a lot of these illnesses and um, diseases and so forth that people are are dealing with and not just diseases, Mm -hmm. but just Sometimes things can can be avoided, so it's it's good to have people like yourself who are uh, who are educating people and helping people with their health and their lifestyle. So, right. 
that being said, um, what what is the gap that Perfect Health Ghana is filling, right? In the Ghanaian health industry or just the health scene in Ghana? Right. And so um, just in case someone is listening and they are not familiar with um, the healthcare system in Ghana, it's basically a, a curative, you know, or reactive healthcare system. And so um, we don't have enough doctors. We don't have enough um, medical personnel in general. And Ghana is not <laughs> the place to be if you have an emergency, to be honest. Mm. You know, and so um, I worked in pharmacy for three years, unfortunately, yeah, for three years. And I realized that um, people still kept getting worse and worse and worse people who had you know chronic non-communicable diseases um we're talking about things like type 2 diabetes high cholesterol stroke and you know all of that and so what we do at perfect health is basically bridge the gap between um where the doctor tells you watch your diet because that's what they normally tell you Mm -hmm. uh, you are pre-diabetic, watch your diet, but they don't tell you what right. to do. What does watch your diet mean? And so uh, working in the pharmacy, I realized that most people would just pretty much continue eating what they were eating and make a few right. tweaks, assuming that, you know, that would help. Um, only for them to go to the doctor and be told that, you know, well, you're now diabetic, <laughs> full-blown yeah. diabetic. Oh, and you know, yeah. they, they, they're given their drugs. Um, now we run a health insurance system, which is not so robust. And so even getting your drugs sometimes is an issue um, okay. in terms of time spent in the hospital waiting for medicines and all of that. Um, right. And so we, we come in and tell you that, hey, you can do something on your own um, and reduce your chances of getting these chronic non-communicable um, diseases. You can change your lifestyle um, which has been shown over time to prevent chronic NCDs. And we'll basically hold your hand and walk you through that process of prevention. And if you've already been diagnosed with a disease like that, we help you to better manage it once again using lifestyle medicine. So um, that's what we do, yeah, in a nutshell. That's amazing. No, I, I, I strongly think that's needed. Uh, prevention, they say, is better than cure. Uh, there's yeah. a time and place for for being reactive in medicine, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially, like you said, in emergency situations. Yeah. Um, the drugs are needed, the, the equipment and all that stuff is needed, and there's a time and place for it, but it shouldn't be the go-to, right? We can, right. We can do things that um, help us live a healthier lifestyle and uh, have better health. And so it's important, the work that you're doing. I really, really, really love that that um, you're bringing that aspect of healthcare into the system. Now, when we talk about healthy living, mm -hmm. um, what does that look like for someone listening? Okay. And so um, healthy living is, for me, is basically looking at what you do on a daily. I keep telling my clients that 
it's very unlikely that if you've been living healthy all your life, mm -hmm. a glass of wine or um, a sweet <laughs> decadent cake is going to right. tip you all the way over and push you into some disease or another. Right. And so I am concerned about the daily things we do because mm -hmm. I believe that those are the things that add up to what our health is in the long run. And so yeah. I'm talking about eating right. I'm talking about sleeping mm -hmm. because, you know, we've been told you sleep when you are dead. And I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. am talking about yeah. physical activity that you enjoy. Yes. Okay. Not working out, but physical activity that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then um, finally, I'm talking about your state of mind or um, wellness in general. Because sometimes we look at what the person is eating, if they are fit, and then there's something else going on that's making them sicker. Maybe a bad relationship, um, a sick child, something. And so those are the four things I, I normally look at. What you eat, how well you're sleeping, how physically active you are, and wellness in general. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Because a lot of the time, like sleep is a big one. Sleep is a big one that a lot of people overlook. And like you, you rightly said, there are, <laughs> I've written a, a blog piece about this on how like sleep when you're dead kind of attitude mm -hmm. that, um, or culture that maybe now people are kind of waking up from, <laughs> no mm -hmm. pun intended, but um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's within the culture of, especially as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. you can't, you can slip into that kind of zone of, I need to get things done at the detriment mm -hmm. of getting proper rest, right? Yes. And yeah. I guess in everyday life, but especially for working people, people who mm -hmm. are uh, working, have a family to run, are usually caught up in that space where they're lacking sleep. And that can mm -hmm. be a huge, a huge thing that like um, affects your health, right? Exactly. I read, I read an article that said that losing a night's sleep is like um, six months of junk food, eating six <laughs> months of junk food basically <laughs> so when you're looking at it that's like a huge part of your health and like yeah. you said you rightfully said your state of mind because yeah. i think most people know about the eat right and physical activity right yeah. but most people yeah. don't consider how who are you being mm -hmm. um like what is your state of mind what's your state mm -hmm. of stress <laughs> right how stressed yeah. are you um and how is that maybe affecting the rest that you get or if exactly. you're even getting any rest and how it affects everything that affects everything else. So I think this is an important, um, an important message. And those four, four areas are key for sure. Now, for someone who is listening into this podcast, like you've talked mm -hmm. about healthy lifestyle on, on a general note, but like you rightfully said, when we go to the doctor and he says, hey, maybe 
if you don't change your lifestyle, you might end up having diabetes or heart disease just because of the lifestyle that you have. And most people don't know mm -hmm. what to do to change stuff, right? So it's basically the, the everyday stuff that people are not sure how to tweak. Now, mm -hmm. what, would, what would people listening now, like what would you tell them to do in their everyday lives to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle? Because it should be something, like you said, that can be sustained and something that can be done consistently. Like that's what a lifestyle is, right? It's a yeah. <laughs> that you do every day. Um, yes. So what can people do or apply to their everyday lives that can help them live that healthy lifestyle? Okay, great. So um, I would just say that pay attention. Mm. Pay attention. Most people um, that I have worked with, and I have been doing this for 10 years, it's amazing to me <laughs> that it's been this Yeah, long. congrats. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it doesn't feel like 10 years, to be honest. That's but, good. Um, I realized that most people are not aware of what they are doing daily especially as adults, right. we are almost always on autopilot. Like I wake up, I shower, do the sit in my car, go to work, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And the only face reality when I tell them, okay, the first time you come and see me, I'll tell you to go back and do a food diary and record okay. everything yeah. you eat, even gum. <laughs> record that, you know, you had a piece of gum. And right. it's always an eye opener, you know. And so if you've been told the news you didn't want to hear that, you know, your blood sugar is whatever, blood pressure, I would say the first thing is to stop and pay attention. Grab a small notebook or use the notes section on your phone and start recording everything you do. It is that record that's going to show you exactly what habits um have led you to this point. Right. So that based on what you are seeing, you can make small changes. Um, for example, most people would say, oh, I drink a lot of water. And then when I try to tell them to start tracking the water they are drinking, dear like, most of them are not even drinking like two full glasses of water a day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just <laughs> um, some will say, oh, I don't eat any sugar. I don't remember the last time I even bought sugar. But the foods right. they are eating are full of sugar and they don't even know. Right, right. Yes. And so that's why I said, just pay attention. Start tracking everything you are doing. And everybody's um, action steps are going to be different, of course, because we right. all do different things. But you have to start from the foundation of having a clear record of what you are doing. And from there, you can start making changes. Absolutely. I, I love that you you mentioned that I was I read a book that basically talks about tracking your habits, right? And mm -hmm. I remember it talks about basically, and that was more in a financial context, right? right. So tracking what you buy in a day, right? Mm -hmm. And it will shock you because I I went through the exercise <laughs> and I thought <laughs> I wasn't buying anything, right? Exactly. I was like, I I hardly buy anything like during the day, right? Mm -hmm. But it was funny because when at work, I'd mm -hmm. go out 
maybe if I left, I didn't, I rushed to go to work and I couldn't mm -hmm. pack like a full lunch or whatnot, I'd go mm -hmm. out and buy like a lunch. And because mm -hmm. I wanted to eat healthier, I'd go to the health food place to buy a lunch, which right. is more expensive, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe, oh, you're walking by somewhere and you buy a water and then you buy this and then you buy mm -hmm. this. Like little, little things that you don't see as big purchases, right? Mm -hmm. So when yeah. someone is asking, oh, how much do you spend in a in a month or in a week? You'd probably say, oh, probably like a not even $20 or maybe mm -hmm. not even 10 cities, right? But you go back and once you start tracking it, <laughs> you realize that, oh, okay, um, I'm actually spending $50 a week or $100 a week or whatnot yeah. on things that I can actually avoid buying. I don't really exactly. need them, <laughs> yeah. right? And so I, I see that correlation with um, what you're saying because sometimes we do things in autopilot which is true, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it's become so normal that we don't realize that it's something that's affecting us. Exactly. Okay? So it's, it's really important. And that tracking, I believe, creates an awareness because next time you're going to do it, you think twice about it, right? Because now exactly. you're aware that yeah. you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, not to be seen as, like, um, something that is depriving you, but something that is enlightening you <laughs> because yes. it's helping you to move to the next step of where you want to be, right? right. If you don't track things, you don't know what's happening. <laughs> so yeah. You don't know what's yeah. happening. And with, whether it's in health or finance, right, you need to track. So I think that's a huge one to like at least start creating a, an awareness of what we're doing in our daily lives mm -hmm. um, so that we can take action, right? And where we yeah. need the, the help, um, the accountability, <laughs> that's a huge one. Maybe you yeah. can talk, <laughs> you can speak <laughs> to the accountability side of things and also mm -hmm. having like um, the, right, the right guidelines or mm -hmm. the right um, system to do things. How have you found, um, I'm sure you've had, this is 10 years and counting, right? You've had mm -hmm. different experiences um, with different individuals and how they react mm -hmm. to some of the suggestions that you may <laughs> make, right? Mm -hmm. um, especially if it sounds foreign to them. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. curious to know how things have changed from when you started <laughs> to mm -hmm. what it is now in Ghana, like how, how are people responding to some of the things that you, you talk about? Right, so um, I would say things have changed a whole lot, like mm. maybe 360. <laughs> oh, wow. Like a whole lot. I started this in 2009, mm -hmm. right? So it's actually more than um, 10 it's actually years. 12 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But at that time, people didn't appreciate what I was trying to do. Um, they they felt like, and somebody actually said that to me. They said, why am I paying for just talking to you? 
<laughs> and I felt like uh, that's a lot of time I just spent talking to you, but people just didn't appreciate it. Right. But now um, I don't really market the coaching part of my business. Mm-hmm. And this is because people already understand what health coaching is and they seek health coaching. Right. Previously, it wasn't like that at all. Um, now I'm sure social media has a lot to do with it because, I mean, you see a whole lot, especially on Instagram, people working out, health shops all over the place. This healthy lifestyle thing is a big thing now. Um, right. I like to say that sometimes it's not even, you know, health, health, it's business. But let's just say people are aware that, you know, you have to take certain actions for your health. And so now people are more open to learn. People are more open to trying new things. Uh, Previously, they wouldn't even want to try anything new. Like, this is how my mom used to cook. So how can you tell me to change it? Like, you know, now people are open to trying new things. Um, One thing is my business evolved pretty much from comments from the people I started working with. And so... I started with coaching, but I didn't have the health shop. Okay. But when I realized that people were asking for health products and there weren't any on the market, I started selling health products. And so that's how the health shop was built. Now there are a whole lot of health shops around. People have access and all that. And so I think that, let's say, let's just say a greater percentage of the population is aware of preventive health um, most of them want to do something positive for their health. As to whether they are doing it right, that's another thing. <laughs> another, yeah, yeah. And that's, I guess, that's where the coaching comes in, right? Yeah. And and being held accountable because we know what <laughs> we're supposed to do, right? It's just that if not held accountable, it, it mm-hmm. can slip. And it, that's not a judgment. That's just an, a thing that we do um, that can be definitely uh, detrimental to our progress in any area of our lives. So right. it's, it's good to have people keeping us accountable, even in different spheres. Leaders mm-hmm. have people who mentor them. Mm-hmm. Um, people have, like a sports person has a coach. <laughs> like they yeah. need to be on, tr- they need to, be on track with what they want to do and their goal is to excel in their area of um sportsmanship they need that accountability and that um that kind of support right so Mm -hmm. i think it can it can we can relate it to all aspects of life and people are like you said people are starting to realize that health is not something that just happens so like anything else um it takes work and I think Mm -hmm. maybe you can speak to this as well but in our educational system I know we have like Mm -hmm. physical education PE um Mm -hmm. sports but something that should probably be um promoted more in schools is just mm-hmm. having a healthy lifestyle, right? So that people mm-hmm. can grow up with these things. Because um, a lot of the times the focus is on career, 
And that's why we're successful in our careers most of the time Mm -hmm. because there's so much planning that Mm -hmm. goes into getting the right career or getting the right job or mm-hmm. and that that's a good example of how when you prepare then you you have a better chance of getting yeah. better results right mm-hmm. yeah how do you see it like do you have um do you get invites to speak at is it mostly corporate is it mostly like public events uh is it educational institutions how how is it like for you so basically i think i speak more at the corporate level okay um however i think in 2019 i actually put a proposal to my kids school okay to run a health um health club basically for the kids Mm -hmm. because i had started realizing you know, there's a high rate of obesity in Ghana among children. Wow. Yes, and these are children in the so-called A-class schools or whatever you you want to call them. Like private schools. Private schools. Um, Their parents have a little bit more, you know, to spend. Mm -hmm. They patronize the fast foods and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a statement that, you know, we've made it. We can afford you know, to eat out however yeah, many it. times. Exactly. And even the schools, the schools offer them, you know, fried foods, sausages, mm-hmm. all of that. And so I, I sat down and I said, but <laughs> these children are going to grow up and, you know, end up battling these diseases. And so Right. My idea was to run a, a school-based program, basically, mm-hmm. starting with my kids' schools. And then COVID happened. And so we didn't oh, even have one. <laughs> we didn't even have one meeting. And oh, still no. definitely there is, you know, a need for us to look at what the kids are doing. And um my intention at that time was that, you know, kids are very vocal when they find something like, mommy, why are you not eating? Why are you drinking Coke? They'll say it easily. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to um, teach the kids something and then use them also to support their parents. But I believe that hopefully there will come a time, um, a time for that. For sure. Definitely. Um, it, it seems like things are opening up little by little. So uh, hopefully things can open up to a level where um, those conversations can be reignited. And even yeah. like you said, in the meantime, finding other ways of, of transmitting this information and, and getting kids to interact with some of the information that you have. I think those are mm-hmm. wonderful, great ideas because I mean, habits, habits don't just happen, right? They're things exactly. that that start from early ages, our environment that we grow up in and we we nurture those habits to adulthood, Mm -hmm. basically. We collect some on the way and then it shapes us as adults, right? So is there like um, ending comments or advice or kind of like motivation that you will want to (laughs) give 
people out there who are maybe having a, a hard time with um, just staying on track. Mm. So I would say that um, the body has an amazing ability to heal itself. And so that's, you know, that's like a gift God gave us. Because someone can live their whole lives making bad choices and they suddenly have a turnaround, start eating right, working out, solving their, for lack of a better word, wellness issues, right? Mm -hmm. And sleeping well and suddenly they are almost turned into a new person. And so I would say that no matter where you are on your health journey now, have it in mind that change is possible. This is not all there is to it, you know. The problem is when people give up. Like the doctor said, I'm diabetic, I'm going to die. No. The doctor said, you are diabetic, yes. That's just a piece of information. What you do with that information is what is going to, you know, be the difference between whether you make it or you don't. Mm. Um, accountability is huge. Um, like you said earlier, most people know the right things, but they don't do it. And they only start taking those positive actions when they have a supportive community around them who, who keep them accountable. And so I would say that if you can't make those changes by yourself, find someone who will keep you accountable. And hopefully that person is not your husband or wife because <laughs> people will give me cheap days. Exactly. <laughs> I know, you know, and some of my clients will say, Frank, I'm trying, I'm really trying. But, you know, every time I try to eat healthy, my husband brings something unhealthy and I'm just like, you know, so tempted I eat it. So find someone that you feel like you can be accountable to and, you know, get the support you need. And because the body has that amazing ability to heal, you would find yourself, you know, doing so, so much better. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving us a piece of your time and your knowledge um, and just helping us to move towards that 1% each day um, to, to live healthier lifestyles. Um, it's always a pleasure having you on Co-Create Convos. And I look forward to other conversations, maybe once you're your uh, initiative for kids program starts we'll have more to chat about as well i look forward to um hearing all about what you have in store for the future and uh thank you thank you for being here yeah welcome Diela. thank you for having me um i think you are doing amazing in your sphere as well because i think you have a very wide reach and mm -hmm. Sometimes these, you, you never know how far these things go. Somebody's going to find this conversation when they need to. So, um, you know, great job. Keep doing you. I will send you a link for um, a discount code for people okay. to sign up for the group program that I have. Um, it's a weight loss program. Um, so people who sign up from this podcast will get a small discount. So I'll send it to you after. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you from our listeners as well. Um, as you have all heard, 
there's some goodness that comes from listening to co-create combos. <laughs> and so um, thank you. We'll grab that and post it in the um, in the description so that people who listen can uh, get a hold of that discount and start with their journey or continue with their journey. Right. Thank you so much. So there you have it. Thank you for making it to the end with me. I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Franca on living a healthy lifestyle starting now. And y'all even landed some vouchers for a group weight loss program to help you on your way. We love perks. To stay in touch and informed, don't forget to follow our IG page at Co-Create Wellness. That is at C-O-K-R, the number eight, wellness. And because we love to hear your feedback, we encourage you to leave a voice note or voicemail with your thoughts, contributions, questions, etc. on here so we can keep the conversation going. Remember, Co-Create Convos are centered on collaborative conversations that take a holistic and conscious approach to cultivating proactive healthy lifestyle habits for Black, Indigenous, and people of color. The goal is to inform, educate, and point listeners to resources that enable them live sustainable, healthy lifestyles. I'm so grateful to Franca for joining me today to co-create a conversation on cultivating healthy lifestyle habits. Until next time, guys, stay healthy and stay safe. Hi, my name is Franca from Perfect Health Ghana, and you are listening to Co-Create Convos with Diela.